Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. I am your co-host, Maria Casillas, joined by my co-host, Cody Sizemore. Cody, how are you today? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you for asking. I'm excited to talk to you today about something that I saw on Facebook. But before we jump into that, I just want to remind our listeners that speaking of Facebook, we'd love to see you in our Facebook group. It's called New Money Habits Financial Coaches. We have an amazing growing group of people there. And we're just, everyone is super supportive in there. They feel comfortable asking questions and even debating things once in a while. It's not a cookie cutter response type of place, just so you're aware. Um, So we do encourage you to jump on in there if you are not already. And also, we'd love for you to give us a rating or review on this. It really just helps us know what we're doing right, what you'd like to see us improve upon, and again, helping other people to see what we're doing here. So Cody, I want to talk to you a little bit about a one of your posts. I, I, you and I are friends on Facebook. I get to see some of what you do. I admittedly am not on there all the time, so Facebook doesn't show me all the things. <laughs> but Facebook showed me this one, and I think it's because it got such a wonderful engagement. It definitely piqued my interest. I love the picture that was attached to it. Um, I'm not sure if you know which one I'm talking about, but it's this one that starts with something like there was a girl and there was a picture of you holding a, I think it was a flower pot. Does that Mm -hmm. sound familiar to you? Okay. So I wanted to talk to you about that because it does seem to have a pretty decent amount of engagement given the fact that you post about your business a lot. And sometimes people just ignore what's going on because it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, background noise. So um, I'd love to hear a little bit about what was that post? What, what do you think? What do you attribute all of that extra interaction to? Yeah. Well, um, what I'll say first and foremost is that um, I made the post because I uh, I had my meeting with this girl earlier that week, and you so know, it's she, a client. Yes. Okay. Yes. I don't it's, think our listeners know what post I'm talking about. Uh, so before you jump into some of the details, would you mind sharing just a little bit about what the post was? Yeah. Basically, what it was was it was me sharing a client's journey. Essentially, like her her story and in her experience and what she went through while she was in coaching. Um, Now, of course, I didn't tag her or anything like that. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it was still confidential. um, But, you know, it was her journey throughout coaching. And, you know, I was I was sitting at my computer and I was like, all right, I'm going to make a post here. But what kind of post do I want to go for? And I I thought back to my meeting with her a few days prior And I was like, you know, her entire journey has been something that has really changed her in a lot Mm -hmm. of ways. Um, And it's really inspiring. And I thought, you know what, I think I'm just going to share a client's success, um, but really paint a good picture as to what this looks like for people. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I know for a fact that there's a lot of people who are potential clients out there that don't that like they may know the term financial coach, but they don't really know what it means or what they do or what it looks like. And maybe they've been curious about it, but they're like, but what exactly 
is it and how does it help me and all this kind of stuff. So I was like, I want to answer all those questions through just telling this girl's story. And I, and I think that, um, you know, the, the, the reason that this post did so well is because it was in a story kind of format. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. And, you know, for, for those who don't know, um, you know, who don't follow me on Facebook or anything like that, uh, this posted really well. It was one of my better ones in, in a long time. Um, and probably it may be the best uh, client success post that I've made probably ever. Um, it did like it did triple digits in likes on Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, it had several, several comments and um, a good handful of shares as well. Um, and I'll say that that's actually what jumped out at me to be fully uh -huh. honest was the number of shares. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's, it's technically a single digit so far. Uh, but that to me, that doesn't matter because I tell you what, there are people do not take the time to share something unless it's so stupid. It's funny. And it's just like <laughs> an attention thing. Right. Or it's something that's totally relatable to them. And I just think that the fact that you had this number of shares really speaks volumes because it's not, there was no value whatsoever for the people who shared it to share it other than they wanted their friends and family to be able to see and read this particular story. Yeah. So to me, that is absolutely huge. So kudos to you for writing in such a way where people are like, oh, I actually want other people to see this and hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, it resonates with people because it's a, it's a relatable story and it's an inspiring story. And, you know, not only did it get a lot of likes or a lot of shares, but I had actually a lot of people, um, message me directly, mm -hmm. people who didn't even like the post, mm -hmm. they messaged yep. me and they, and they said, Hey, like I saw this post and here's what I'm dealing with. And I, and I want to correct this. I want to like, make it. progress with this. So, you know, it, it was a post that, that resulted in several phone calls, That's which is fantastic. awesome. Mm -hmm. So whenever you have that kind of power in just one post, something you put out for free, you, you know, you spend five or 10 minutes typing it up and then it results in phone calls. Like that is huge, you know? Absolutely. Um, and I think that, you know, it's, it's a really good topic to talk about because that's why we're here, right? We're, we're here to get people on calls so that we can improve their lives and make an impact. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll kind of go into, uh, you know, what the post is and my thinking behind it and how I worded it and the intention behind all of that. I think that what might be best is just for me to uh, just to like read it really quickly and then kind of break it down from there. Is that okay? That would be wonderful. Okay. All right, cool. So I'll go ahead and read it. But like, like Maria said, um, you know, it's, it's complimented with the photo of me and I'm holding like a small flower pot and in the, in the flower pot, there's a flower. Um, and there's also some like hundred dollar bills in the, in the flower pot too, uh, kind of symbolizing like, you know, growing your money, a new beginning, like that kind of stuff. And that it really complements the story. So I think that that does have to, that is like a, a reason as to why it did so well. But 
Um, the actual text in the post says this. So it opens up uh, with a one line, and then it goes into the story. So the, 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 the opening line says, so there's this girl. She was working at FedEx and driving for DoorDash just to make ends meet, living in an apartment on her own that had undesirable living conditions and buried in medical bills, car debt, and several other types of debt. Paycheck to paycheck, no savings, hustling just to get by. She came to me and told me about her situation and how she feels extremely called by God to step into ministry to serve her community. But she was questioning if that was even possible because of how much of a mess her finances were and she could barely get by. It was truly devastating to her to think about that. She also had some deep emotional wounds from her upbringing with her parents being divorced when she was young. And that caused her to believe that she wasn't enough and that she could and that she uh, never could be all the things that she could be. It was keeping her stuck and paralyzed, never being able to move forward even though her soul knew that she needed to. We hopped into coaching and then something amazing happened. She got her first thousand dollars in the bank. She paid off her car repair bill. She paid off her phone. She paid off her medical bills. She got a new laptop. She went on three, three vacations, all paid in cash. And now she's debt free and has close to $5,000 in the bank. Not only that, but she's also confident and believes in herself again. She, she broke up with her boyfriend who was draining her. And now, and, and she now not only has the, has one opportunity in ministry, but two that will allow her to step into her true calling and be able to make an impact on the people's lives that she's always wanted. This is the power of coaching. It's not just about money. It's about your life and allowing you to become that best version of yourself and step into what you were put on this earth to do. I'm so proud of this girl and I'm so blessed to be able to do what I do. And I can't wait to create this kind of impact with more people. Love it. Mm -hmm. So, so powerful. Yeah. So before I unpack a few things that I thought, um, you know, contributed to the response that this post got, I'm curious if there's anything that stood out to you. With the post. Well, yeah. I mean, I think for me, the biggest thing is that you, you bookended it. So you started and ended with the non-money stuff. I mean, it was all about, you know, what was her biggest pain point and her biggest pain point was definitely more of an emotional one, a values-based one, not one that had anything to do with a negative number in the bank account. Mm -hmm. um, and then you you put some of the measurable results in the middle. So mm -hmm. here's how much she has in her bank account now. Here's what she paid off, yada, yada, yada. Uh, but then you ended it with, yeah, this is really one of the things that allows her to become who she is. And, and I think that is some of the things that are missing so much with so many other coaches in this arena, especially in the re arena of money. And the reason I say that is because there is this very measurable component when it comes to finances, that it becomes very easy for us to become so tunnel vision focused on that, that people don't, they don't come to us for that. Even if they say that's what they're coming to us for, it's not really what it's about. What they're coming to us for is because 
if their money is telling the story, it's telling the wrong story about their core, their core values, about what's actually important to them, about who they know they are, and their money's not telling that story. And so I think that's one of the biggest things that you did here was help to not just not just address that, but actually position it in a way where people who are reading this understand that that's the real issue here. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, and I think that's something that a lot of people don't know about coaching, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you hear the term financial coach and you think, oh, okay, it's about money. Yeah, it is. But it's about so much more than than that. You know, like it's about the person behind the money. Mm -hmm. Way more than it is about their actual money. Way more. Absolutely. Right? So, you know, the way of kind of sandwiching that, you know, having like, that type of, of talk being the two buns, right? Mm -hmm. uh, nice buns. And mm -hmm. then and then in the middle... <laughs> this is girl with nice buns. <laughs> right. Had, <laughs> nice buns. Uh, and then in the middle is, is the meat, right? which, is, <laughs> which is the... Uh, the the finding, Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, and I, I'm going to expand on that a little bit more because um, I think that what you had just said is definitely something to keep in mind that, you know, there's, there's a lot of the emotional, um, the life stuff that's, that's mm -hmm. in here. Um, but I also think that there's two other things that you didn't mention that are also key contributors to this as well. Um, and I'll start with, with the meat in the middle. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I, I went through and I, and I listed, you know, four or five things that she was able to do. Right. And those were the measurable things, like having $1,000 in the bank, paying off her car bill, paying off her phone, paying off the medical, getting a new laptop, going on vacations. Now she's debt-free and she has $5,000 in the bank, right? Like that's the measurable stuff. Mm -hmm. And I could have stopped there, but then I said, not only that, she also is confident and believes in herself. Mm -hmm. She broke up with a boyfriend that was draining her. And now she has these opportunities because of all this stuff. And I, you know, there is no like science behind why she got these opportunities, but I personally am a, a very big believer in like, you know, the law of attraction and stuff like that. And I know for a fact that she probably wouldn't have gotten these opportunities if she didn't take hold of her life and be a good steward with her money um, on the front end, you know, especially with it being something that's ministry related, you know, the old saying is like, you know, well, God won't give you more until you you're good with the little. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly mm -hmm. what she did. You know, she, she was a good steward. She did things properly. She took care of herself. She set herself up with a good foundation, set herself up for success so that when that opportunity comes that she can step into it, and be very good with it and not be stressing about money and, and, you know, having that be the, the main focus of why she's doing it. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's, it's good to not just have like just the measurables, but then to say not only that, and mm -hmm. then expand on what those measurables gave her as mm -hmm. well. I think it was also very smart to literally write that's what coaching is about. Let me see. I'll pull it up. Um, 
It's yeah, you said is, that. This is, this is the power of coaching. It's not just about your money. So you you took what was implied in the the bulk of that statement, and you just wrote it out for the person who is maybe skimming your longer post, or it's just one of those is like, just get to the point, Cody, you know, and they go all the way, they scroll down. You're literally saying this is the power of coaching. Now, if they're like, wait a minute, it's not just about money. What do you mean? I saw all the little doodads in the middle. Like that's what he was listing. It might pique their interest to then go back and go, what is it about then? What, what, what did he just say? So I think that was a really smart tactic, whether or not you knew that that's what you were doing. Uh, I'm sure that you did. Uh, but I just think that that was really, really good. Yep. But I'll tell you what my smartest tactic is in this post. Okay. We haven't talked about it. It's the only thing we haven't talked about, but I think <laughs> it's probably the thing that caused this post to really get the, the traction that it did. It's the opening line. Mm -hmm. I agree. So there's this girl, dot, mm -hmm. dot, dot. Mm -hmm. And the reason being, there's a few reasons. One I'm married. I have kids. Mm -hmm. Anyone who follows me knows that because I post about them relatively frequently. Um, so the fact that I'm saying, so there's this girl mm -hmm. automatically like shoots alarms in people's heads. Like what's going on with Cody and his family, right? Like, is, there <laughs> an is there another girl? Like, is this, is this like some sort of like scandal? You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, it's so... <laughs> My wife, she, when I made that post, like I went out, I came out into the living room like an hour later and, um, she, she mentioned it and she goes, I saw your post and I was like, kind of thrown off by it because I was like, what the heck? Like, who's this, who's this girl? You know? See, and I knew you so well. I just, I know, I know your innocence. I literally saw that. I'm like, oh, he's going to tell us a, the story about his wife. Like, that's what I thought was coming. Yep. And so mm -hmm. I was clearly wrong um actually you know what to be to be fully transparent with you i kept reading because i thought maybe that was like the thing that brought you guys together <laughs> ah, <laughs> like okay. I, I, I did think i thought you were telling the story of how you and shannon met and you know got together and so i'm reading i'm like oh she was working at fedex driving for doordash like you can see where all this is going and then as i got a little bit into the weeds i'm like but that's not Shannon that he's talking about anymore, you know, and then I was able to see where, where all that came from. So um, I was one of the skimmers and I didn't read word for word. I, once I realized it wasn't about her, I did skip towards the end and then I saw that line and then I wanted to go back and see. So, mm -hmm. um, so I agree with you that I think it is, it is one of, it was a great attention grabber. It's not, it's not the meat of what's going on, but it's the thing that it was the scroll stopper. Yep, right? yep. It's the, it's the thumb stopper. Yep. And, and yep. the other side of it too is how many times in your life have you heard the line, so there's this girl? Mm -hmm. I mean, well, me, not as often. I haven't heard it as often as you might have heard it. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's, but, you know, it's, it's a line that's very familiar to yeah. people. And mm -hmm. usually when you hear that line, it's met with a, with a good story, right? Yep. So yep. I knew that. And, and I, I actually had my opening line at first was something along the lines of like, let me tell you this story. Mm -hmm. And then I stopped and I wrote the whole post out and I looked at that first line. Cause I know that the first line is very, very important. Mm 
Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, that's not going to make people interested. And I was like, what would? And I was like, well, I'm telling a story about a girl. Mm -hmm. So I'll just put, so there's this girl. Mm -hmm. And and I really think that, you know, that first line is very, very critical. So for you guys listening to this, I want you to understand that when you make a post like this to where you're telling a story and you're sharing a client's success, or maybe it's even your own story, to to write it out and then look at it and then go back to that first line and be like, what would be the thing that really grabs people's attention? Because if you if you write out this you know, long post or, or, you know, intentional post, and that first line doesn't grab people's attention, then it's, it's not going to be worth it. Yeah, you know, not it's, many it's, people it's like, oh, that. I did all this for nothing because no one actually stopped and read it, you know? Yeah. So that first line is very, very, very important. Yeah. And, and you did just touch on this, but it was in such a subtle way. I want to make sure that I make it a lot more obvious. Uh, I'm actually taking a writing course right now because I homeschool my daughter. And so they're like, we're learning how to teach, you know, young kids how to write. Um, and one of the tricks in there is to make sure that you write everything out. It's, it's one of the, it's one of the ways to prevent writer's block, right? So many, so many people are like, oh, write about this. And then you're looking at a blank state or a blank page. And you're like, I don't even know what to write about. But it, that's because they're stuck on that first sentence or the first, the title or whatever it is. Since you've put such emphasis on the importance of that first sentence, I know people are going to get stuck and go, oh, but I really need a killer first sentence. And I don't even know where to go. So again, you alluded to this, but I just want to make it very obvious. Go ahead and write the whole post. Figure it out, like write your stuff first, and then that first sentence will likely either jump out at you or it'll make sense or, you know, it'll just be, you're already in the creative mode at that point. And so you'll be able to more likely pull that out of there. So order of operations, write first, then title it. Yep, exactly. So all in all, um, I think that Maria brought this up because she noticed that it was a powerful post and... Um, you know, obviously it brought results to my practice. Um, and, you know, I just want to reiterate that there's a ton of different types of posts that you can make to market your business and to, you know, tell people what you do and all that kind of stuff. But every now and then, like telling a story and in a really good story is, Mm -hmm. is extremely powerful. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I wouldn't do it every day or anything like that. Uh, you know, do it every, every once in a while. But when you do do it, put your time into it, really, uh, dig deep, hit those emotional key points and then go back through everything and then make sure you find that first hook that Mm -hmm. really grabs someone's attention so that they can read it. Because if you were to do that, you will turn heads, you will inspire people and you'll motivate people to reach out to you for your services. You bet. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for allowing me to bring that up and, and just kind of share it with our audience. So if you're not following Cody, I encourage you to go do that so you can see this post. It, is it public? I guess even mm-hmm. if they're not following you, they could just go check yep. it out. Yep. All my um, posts are public. Yeah. And I think the one other thing that I'll say before we wrap up here is that 
you mentioned having the picture was a really important piece of it. I do think that that is true, that having, you know, it's not just a story, but there was kind of a cool picture that went along with it. And I have said for many, many months that it's really neat to look at your portfolio of photos. Uh, I just love the creativity that, that you know, is exuded in all of those. So, so for those of us who don't have those photos, what do you suggest as an attention grabber visually? For a post like that yeah um i mean it could be something as simple as like finding something on canva or something like that but i have chosen to stay away from that route because it's, it's better to have something than nothing right yeah um yeah I, I would agree there but but people can tell when something is a stock photo and not right um, sure and you know stock photos just don't resonate as much as, you know, a picture of you and being creative and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, if you have resources to where maybe like one of your friends is a photographer, hit them up and just do a, do a session, you know, for like an hour and a half or something, uh, get some props, um, and just have fun with it. You know, like some mm -hmm. of mine, some of my photos are very professional. Some of them are goofy. Some of them are artistic. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just, you know, I, I hit up my buddy and said, hey, like, what do you have laying around? And, you know, we make it work. Um, so it, all the ideas didn't come from your head? Not all of them. No. Okay. No. Like a decent so it's amount. It's important like, for people to hear that, I think. Because, yeah. So, right? so for example, my, my, my best friend's a photographer. And, you know, thankfully he helps me out, you know, he does my photos for free and I help him out by booking his wedding gigs. Um, you know, like I, he doesn't like the booking process, so I just mm -hmm. take care of it for him. And it's like an mm -hmm. even trade kind of thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, but even if you have to pay a photographer a couple hundred bucks, it's, it's going to be worth it, you know? Yeah. Uh, but you know, with, with him, we go into it, we go into our photo sessions with literally nothing in mind, I just bring in a couple changes of clothes, and then we go into his garage where he has his uh, his studio set up, and he has like all these random things just laying around, and I'm like, oh, we could use that, and I could like kind of like you know spin it off with like this kind of like pun or whatever it might be. So for example, I haven't posted this one yet, but you'll see it. Um, I was in his garage and he had like this rope. Mm -hmm. just laying on the ground and he also has like a briefcase full full of fake money and you know that's really helpful for me uh it's sure. fake money. Mm -hmm. um so i said dude you should like tie me up with this rope and just like stuff money in the rope so that like you know like you're you're binded by your debt or like whatever it is kind of thing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and it, we did that and you know i did some like shots where i was like struggling to get out of it and i was screaming and stuff like that and they turned out really really cool cool um, very so cool. i'm kind of banking those but it could literally be something is like like super silly like he has a hard hat and i just mm -hmm. put the hard hat on um it, it doesn't have to be anything like super well thought out you just mm -hmm. find something and then you just take a picture with it <laughs> And then you just yeah. say, okay, cool. How am I going to spin this? You know? Yeah. It almost sounds like you're, you're better off not having it well thought out ahead of time yeah. because it, you're allowing your creativity to flow at that moment. And then, you know, you just, you have stuff, right? You have like this 
library of photos that you can then play with in the moment. And, you know, if it relates to something that you're reading, you can bring that in. Or if it relates to a story that your client has, you can integrate it at that time. And I just, I think it's really cool. I appreciate you sharing all of that because I think so many times things like that stop people. Because they're like, oh, well, I'm a great writer, but I don't, I don't, not great behind the camera, you know, or I'm not great in front of the camera and I don't want all those pictures. Like, we don't want any of that to stop you. You know, mm-hmm. if you're listening to this today, it doesn't, you don't need to be Cody. Let Cody be Cody. Mm-hmm. You be you. But we want to make sure that, you know, there, there are elements that are working. So let's try to play into those elements and don't be afraid to go and be creative. Don't be afraid to try something silly. You just never know how cool it's going to turn out for you. So I agree. Thank you. Thank you, Cody, for always letting me get off the rail a little bit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I appreciate you. My All right, you guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in today, you guys. We really appreciate you, every single one of you who tunes in on a regular basis. And if this is your first time, we look forward to seeing you next week again. Talk to you guys later. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.